I would like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land on which I create this compliance episode today. I would also like to pay my respects to the elders, past, present and emerging. I would also like to pay respect to the people that have passed down, deepened, enriched the compliance knowledge and wisdom I'm privileged to embody today and share throughout my work as a conscious career coach. Dearest you, today we'll be talking about a little bit of the history of the term money laundering and a little bit of history of money laundering in general. So the term itself is said to have its origins from the mafia's ownership of laundromats in the US in the 1920s and in the 1930s. Organized criminals were making so much money from extortion, prostitution, gambling, that they needed to show a legitimate source of the money. One way in which they could do this was to purchase legitimate businesses and to mix their illicit earnings with the legitimate earnings from these businesses. Laundromats were chosen because they were cash businesses. Money laundering is called what it is because it perfectly describes what takes place. Illegal or dirty money is put through a cycle of transactions or washed so that it comes out the other end as legal or clean money. In other words, the source of the illegally obtained funds is obscured through a series of transfers and deals in order that those same funds can eventually be made to appear as legitimate income. So, what exactly is money laundering? Money laundering is the process of introducing illegally obtained money back into the economy. Sometimes this occurs through a series of complex bank or commercial transfers, and other times it's as simple as cash transfers and cash transactions. The goal is to exchange the illegally acquired money, the dirty money, for legally acquired money to clean the money, and therefore avoid suspicion from law enforcement. Money laundering is also a key ingredient in terrorist financing and has important consequences from a compliance perspective. According to the United Nations Office on Drugs and Crime, an estimated of $2 trillion is laundered every year. Due to the scale and importance of the problem, comprehensive anti-money laundering, or AML, and counter-terrorist financing, CDF, Regulation has been implemented by countries all over the world. In the US, money laundering took off in the 1920s during the Prohibition era. As alcohol was made illegal in the US, a profitable black market soon arose to fill the boozy gap. Organized crime boomed as the demand for alcohol rose. You may have heard of Al Capone who was a major mob boss in Chicago. It is rumored that the money laundering term originated from Capone, as he set up laundromats across the city in order to disguise the origin of the money earned from alcohol sales. Any illicit profits would simply be added to the revenue generated by the laundromats and thus reintroduced into the financial system. Prior to the 1980s, Money laundering was barely considered as a crime. Tax evasion was the most serious offense, something that Al Capone was actually sent to jail for. 
As the 20th century progressed, the drug trade proved to be one of the biggest sources of money laundering. However, prior to 1986, the drug dealers were able to retain their assets in the U.S. and would have access to their profits once they left jail. At the time, the drug trade itself was considered the bigger issue. Money laundering was just an unfortunate side effect. However, the war on drugs was about to change that. In the 1980s, the war on drugs was at its peak in the U.S., the Reagan administration implemented strong laws to prohibit money laundering as a way of curtailing the sale of illicit narcotics. In the 1986, the U.S. Money Laundering Control Act was one of the first and was soon followed by similar laws in other countries. Money laundering became a federal crime for the first time in history. However, it soon became clear that domestic laws were not enough, since both the drug trade and money laundering were international crimes. In the 1988, the United Nations implemented the Vienna Convention Against Illicit Traffic in Narcotics Drugs and Psychotropic Substances, which aimed to fight the illicit drug trade. Although the Vienna Convention mostly dealt with drug trafficking, the stated illegality of money laundering specifically in regards to the drug trade was an important first step. The Vienna Convention was signed by 171 countries and implemented by 168 countries. Shortly after the Vienna Convention, the Financial Action Task Force, FATF, was established in 1989 at the G7 Summit. The purpose of the FATF is to analyze money laundering trends and evaluate the combative steps that global governments have taken to prevent it. Thank you for visiting us for this episode of Compliance Careerist. Consider following us if you consider taking on development and professional opportunities to help you succeed consciously. And if you know someone who would benefit of listening to Compliance Careerist, please share it with them.